KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. Matt Leon here, and for the first time in program history, the Chestnut Hill College women's basketball team is headed to the Division II NCAA tournament. The 24-6 and Griffins out of the Central Atlantic Collegiate Conference have enjoyed a tremendous season. They earned an at-large berth, and they will play pace in the first round on Friday up in Manchester, New Hampshire. Had the chance to talk with Chestnut Hill head coach Jim Connolly about his squad and their history-making season. Give a listen. So first of all, congratulations. First time in program history headed to the NCAA tournament. You get an at-large. You get a two-seed. Uh, just talk about uh, the, what the last week's been like for, for you and the kids. You, you, you lose in the semis of the conference tournament. Obviously, disappointment there. But you, as much as you can know you're in, you're, you know that you're in. Uh, but you're still playing that waiting game. And then the elation, I'm sure, seeing the, the name come up on the line. Just kind of take me through the last week or so. Yeah, you know, it was exciting last Tuesday to, you know, win our first, you know, not just to win our first conference game, but uh, conference tournament game, but to have our first, you know, home conference game. So we had a, we had an awesome crowd. We played a very good Caldwell team and to win that game and, you know, and, you know, get to the semifinals was very exciting. Um, and obviously, like you said, a disappointing loss to a very good Jefferson team. Um, you know, Jefferson played very well and, you know, we, we struggled to, you know, shoot the ball that game. And, you know, like I told our players after the game, it just wasn't our day that day, you know, and that happens sometimes. Uh, but credit to Jefferson who, you know, came out, they were hot and made a ton of shots. Um, but like you said, after the game, you know, our players were very disappointed in the locker room, but, you know, it was nice being able to tell them like, you know, this isn't the end, you know, our season's not over. Um, you know, we have a very good chance that we're in, in the NCAA tournament, um, you know, so we need to move on to, you know, the following week, which is, you know, where we're at right now. For people that aren't familiar, talk a little bit about the kids that have made this happen for your team this year. Because we talk about first NCAA birth in, in program history. And one of the things that's fun watching your team is you have a lot of kids that are playing really important roles and know their role in what makes Chestnut Hill basketball special. Yeah, I think that's kind of the makeup of our team is we have a lot of talent and a lot of depth, which is, you know, helped us all year long because it seems like, you know, every game, you know, someone new can step up and, you know, fill up the box score. Um, and, you know, every game, like, you know, we got players that are playing different amounts of minutes, you know, just kind of managing a game and, you know, who's got it today and, you know, what what do we need at that moment? So we got a lot of players that can really defend and a lot of players that can really score the ball. So, you know, mixing and matching and, you know, managing each game differently has kind of helped us be successful. What does it say about the kids that they've accepted their roles? And like you said, managing a game, maybe that means one kid plays a bigger role one game and a lesser role another game just based on what's happening but I think it takes a special group to kind of understand that and more importantly accept that and want to be a part of that yeah you know I think just you know, we got off to a pretty good start and then you know we hit we hit that long winning streak you know towards the middle of our season I think you know they just enjoyed winning games so much that you know the, the statistics and the stats they've all kind of you know they don't even really worry about it um you know, that they, they're just enjoying this ride and, and winning games. And it means so much to them that, you know, like you said, it's, you know, 
we don't really look at the box scores to see who scored the most points or, or what at the end of games. It's just, hey, we won another game. You know, let's move on to the next one. And, you know, we're inching closer and closer to a home playoff game and we're inching closer and closer to, you know, getting ourselves in the NCAA tournament. So the team chemistry has been great. And, you know, that's a huge, you know, you need good team chemistry to, you know, have a successful season. And we've had it all year long. And, um, you know, they come to work every day at practice. What does it mean to to you, to the your assistance, to the group? We talked about a season of first, you know, first time you hosted a conference tournament game, first conference tournament win, first 20 win season, first NCAA tournament. What's the level of pride with with everyone to kind of be blazing this trail uh, of this way and to to be a part of this and doing things that have never been done? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's it's been great. It's been you know, a heck of a ride all season long. And, you know, I don't know if anyone thought we would win this many games this year. Um, I definitely knew coming India that we would, you know, build upon my first season where we went 11 and 18. And, and, you know, we've kind of just been taking it one game at a time, but it's been great to see, you know, the support we've had from the entire Chestnut Hill community um, and seeing the support at games and, you know, all the emails we received from, you know, different people throughout, throughout the school, um, from all levels. Um, it's been so supportive and, you know, that's kind of the way that the Chestnut Hill community is, you know, and getting a ton of support from the other coaches and we're just trying to, you know, feed off of that and, you know, see how far we can go from here. You talk about building off of that first year and obviously there's the COVID year and, and everything. Was there a moment during this season when it started to feel different for you? Like that this group, gets it to our earlier conversation of accepting roles. Uh, but we've got a chance to do something pretty special. Was there one game practice, a, a huddle during a timeout, even a bus ride where it just started to to take on a different feel? Yeah, I, I would say not not a specific game or practice, but you know, would probably look at the the week we had you know coming out of right after Christmas break and you know all the COVID issues when you know we had to play you know Jefferson Sciences and Post all within a week um, all at home you know and those were obviously you know two NCAA tournament teams in a row and then Post who was you know the number one team in the north we had those three in a row at home and you know you know we were fortunate enough to win all three of those games and you know I think that was kind of you know an eye-opener to not just myself, but I think our players have kind of opened their eyes too. Like, you know, hey, maybe we're maybe we're a really good basketball team, um, and you know, we can make something out of the season moving forward. Because um, I forget what our record was at that point, but you know, maybe something like eleven and three, twelve and three, with three great wins. You know, I think that's kind of that was kind of the week or the moment where you know I think everyone really started to believe, like, hey, we can, you know, we can really do something this season. One of the things watching you that jumps out about the, when I say you, I mean your squad, everything happens for a reason. Efficient, don't throw the ball places where it's not supposed to go. And I know for maybe a lot of people that sounds simple, but it's not. And it happens over the course of a game. Uh, Just talk about the pride and the importance of this group buying into what you want to do because it really comes across in the product that you're not the flashiest team. You're not dropping 95 on teams and stuff like that, but you just watch and you're just so hard to beat because you don't beat yourself and you don't give the other team rope to use against you. Right. And I, and I think that just comes back to, you know, the team chemistry. I think they're, 
you know, they're, they're so close with each other off the court that when they're on the court, they know, you know, they, they know where everyone's going to be. Um, and they, you know, um, just know how to play the game based on, you know, which one of their teammates are out on the floor with them. Um, and, you know, they've done a great job of taking pride on the defensive end of the floor. We've had some really good defensive efforts this year um, where we're able to win games where, you know, we struggle offensively, which we can't, which we do at times. Um, but we still find ways to win because they're so engaged um, and, they, and they work so hard on the defensive side of the ball. Um, you know, so playing both ends of the floor and just kind of, you know, you know, giving us maximum effort, you know, and, and doing whatever is asked of them based off, you know, the scouting reports. Talk to me a little bit about the matchup with Pace. Um, I know as we're recording this, you know, it's 16 hours, I think, since the bracket was revealed. So I'm sure you're still in your early stages. Everybody good is good this time of year. But anything jump out in your prep of what you're going to have to be ready for? Yeah, obviously, you know, they got, you know, one player that's averaging, you know, just under 20 points a game, kind of plays guard forward for them, a really athletic um, player who can put the ball in the hoop. Um, you know, takes a high volume of shots. So, you know, our initial thought is, you know, we're really going to have to, you know, zone in on, you know, one player and try to slow her down and as much as possible and, you know, try to make it as difficult as we can, force her into tough shots and, you know, um, kind of force the other players to have to step up. What are a couple of things your group has to do to have success, not specifically just Friday, but if you're going to put a run together, Kind of give me the top of the depth chart of things you absolutely have to do night in, night out to have success. I think take care of the basketball, shoot the ball with confidence. You know, we've had games this year where, you know, nothing will drop for us. Um, and we kind of look at, you know, the game we just lost at Jefferson against Jefferson, the semifinals, you know, nothing seemed to fall for us because it kind of looked like we were second guessing ourselves a little bit. Um, so just, you know, um, playing with a lot of confidence and just remembering that, you know, we're in this tournament for a reason because we're, you know, we're a good basketball team. And, you know, if we play the way that we're capable of, you know, we, we can do some good things this weekend. You were a player at Jefferson. You've been to the NCAA tournament as a player. Now you're going as a coach. Does it hit differently? The opportunity now doing it as a coach than it did when you were a player? Uh, I think certainly it hit me last night watching the selection show with our players all together. Um, we watched it in our gymnasium and, you know, I think once you saw, you know, Chestnut Hill come up on the board, I think that's when it finally hit me. Like, you know, this is such an exciting time for, you know, not just this program, but for this college. Um, I'm super happy for, you know, our assistant coaches who um, coach Lindsay uh, and coach Bree have done so much for me this year. And, you know, so happy for all of our players and our managers to, you know, share this moment with them as a group. Cause you know, it's a, it's a first for, for all of them as well. So really, really excited for them. And, you know, uh, I know they're going to come ready to work this week, the next few practices and, you know, see what we can do on, on Friday afternoon. And is there a discussion because this is new for everybody, all the kids, you obviously to your, you know, what you just said, you want them to savor this. It's a life experience beyond a basketball experience, but also there's work to do. And, you know, we, I want you to have fun, but let's not lose our eye on the prize. And you've talked at length about the chemistry and not that this is a group that's not going to be focused or anything like that, but is there a balancing act between soaking it all in, but also focusing on what you have to do? Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I, I've kind of, you know, shared a few of, 
Um, my experiences, like you said, from my freshman year when, you know, we went to the regional championship up at Stonehill, I've kind of shared stories um, with them already about, you know, how much fun it is to be in the NCAA tournament. You know, the games have, you know, a little bit, a little bit extra importance of, of feel to them. Um, and just to soak it all in, because you never know if you'll ever make it back um, to, to really enjoy it. But at the same time, to um, like you said, balance, like, let's not just be happy to be there. You know, like we get if we go in and we're focused, like you know, this is an eight team tournament. Um, obviously, we're a two seed and there's seven other very good teams there. But, you know, there's no reason that we can't go out and, you know, win a game or two and, you know, maybe get to the regional championship. So, like you said, enjoy it as much as possible and take it all in. But. You know, also don't just be happy to be there. Let's go up there, you know, with the mindset like, hey, let's let's win this first NCAA tournament game. You know, we talked off the air about the respect the conference got this year and specifically the South Division got with you, Jefferson, Sciences, uh, not just getting berths, but you're two. I think it's Sciences three, Jefferson four. How cool will it be to have this kind of Philly contingent up in Manchester, New Hampshire, uh, you know, kind of representing the city and it'll have this Philadelphia feel 300 miles away, but you know, we could have the chance to have, you know, a Philly matchup in the second round and, uh, just how neat is it to be kind of a part of this, not just for your program, but also representing the city with a couple of other quality programs. Yeah, I think it's, you know, I think it's very exciting. Um, you know, and we'll be, we'll be rooting for Sciences and Jefferson in the first round because, like you said, it would be cool to see, you know, three of the four semifinals teams be, you know, from the Philly area. I think that would be an exciting time for us, especially, you know, having good relationships with Coach Shirley and, and Coach Hartzell. Um, you know, that all, all three of these school, Philly schools have had great seasons. Um, and looking forward to, you know, Friday and seeing how, how, we, uh, how we match up in the first round. That will do it for this bonus one-on-one episode. Many thanks to Jim Connolly for taking the time to talk. You can follow the show on Twitter at one-on-one-pod. You can follow me on Twitter as well at MattLeon1060. Thanks so much for listening.